And here we are again, another Wednesday, Wednesday morning, August the 3rd, 2022. This is the Freight Broker TV podcast, lovingly referred to as the FBTV podcast. How you doing? My name is Mike. I'm your host. I am your host for the FBTV podcast, the uh, videos you see on YouTube. Matter of fact, if you haven't checked out our YouTube channel, just the podcast, well, I, I urge you to do so. Check out the YouTube channel. Freight Broker TV, youtube.com forward slash Freight Broker TV. Yeah, no dot com there, just Freight Broker TV. Uh, just go to YouTube, you'll find us. You know, if you're searching for us, just put in Freight Broker TV. Every Wednesday and Saturday, we get together for a half hour, sometimes a little bit longer. We talk about all things trucking, talk about things that have nothing to do with transportation or trucking or freight brokering. Um, and on uh, Saturdays, though, it's Q&A day. Your questions are answers. If you want to uh, submit a question for Q&A day, you can do that. Email me at fbtv at freightbrokertv.com. We have forms on our website. You'll, you'll find our website at freightbrokertv.com. We also have Skype. If you got a Skype account, Skype app, you can actually send us your question via Skype, or you can, you know, actually phone it in uh, using Skype. But uh, you'll find us on Skype by doing a search for FBTV. All right. Okay, August the 3rd. Man, we've got a topic today. And to be honest with you, I had a phone call just a little bit ago from a uh, brokerage, not one of our clients. If you're wondering what I'm talking about when I say clients, I'm the lead consultant with Taltoa. Taltoa is a transportation and logistics training and consulting firm. Uh, we work with freight brokerages, freight broker agents, trucking companies and such, uh, startups, things of that nature. If you If you want to get into the industry... We always recommend starting as a freight broker agent. That allows you to begin your broker operation as an agent. And an agent, as an agent, you're going to be contracted under a licensed broker. Okay, so that way you're not going to have to go out here and get your own authority. You're not going to have to hear, go out here and get your bond, anything like that starting up. You're working under their license, your bond, their bond. So that way you're able to focus on your broker operation. In other, other words, obtaining customers and moving loads, making money. And uh, once you get experience and you've built up a customer base, by all means, yeah. If you want to start your own brokerage, step out and do it. You're, you're ready now. You have the experience, you have the customer base, and you're able to step right into it. Your customers will follow you. And it's going to be so much easier if you've been moving loads as an agent and you've made these relationships with not only your customers but trucking companies as well because you're going to need the carriers. And having those relationships with carriers in place, that's going to make your transition from agent to having your own freight brokerage that much easier. But the topic of the day, <clears throat> this is what I was talking about a moment ago earlier, had a, uh, a broker, not one of our clients, they called in, said they've been watching our videos, listening to the podcast, and, uh, well, they had a situation pop up. To where, well, they were scammed. We're going to get into that today. And the scam, they, they could have caught it if they would have vetted the carrier properly. We're going to be talking about that today. 
the proper way to vet a carrier. You've got to do everything you can to protect yourself, your brokerage, your customer, and even the carrier that's actually hauling the load. And that, that starts with vetting, vetting the carrier. <clears throat> anyway, we'll get into that uh, later on today. Today's impossible question. The average cost of this is about 400 bucks. The average cost of this is about $400. Okay, there's a million and one things probably cost about 400 bucks on average. But we're using this today because I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> you know, if you're wondering what I'm talking about, think Penny on the Big Bang Theory. There's your hint. All right. Spot rates from last week. Van down 0.2%. Flatbed down 1.3%. Refrigerated rates down 0.4%. Spot rates this month. I know we're only, what, barely into August, third day of August. But uh, from uh, this month compared to last month, van is already up six cents per mile, up to 270 per mile. Flatbed, you're down three cents, 327. Refrigerated, you're down two cents, down to 298. Now, keep in mind, those are spot rates this month as compared to last month. And last month, of course, was uh, July. It, it, I, I, I still feel like it should be end of June, maybe first week of July. This being August, it's back to school month. Can you believe that? Back to school month already? <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> Birthdays today. If you're having a birthday, happy birthday to you. If you want to, uh, if you or a loved one has a birthday coming up and you want to be mentioned, well, shoot me a shoot me a note. FBTV at FreightBrokerTV.com. Give me the date, their name, your name. You know what I need to know so we can wish you, your friend, your loved one, a happy birthday during the podcast. Happy to do that. Anyway, this date back in 1925, Marv Levy, Buffalo Bills. He's 97 today, still kicking. Tony Bennett, a year later, 1926, was born on this date. He's 96. Uh, President Bartlett, you know what I'm talking about. I, I, I'm, I'm in the, uh, I'm doing binge watching of the West Wing. He's been doing that here for a few weeks. But uh, Martin Sheen. Born on this day back in 1940. He's 82 today. Can you believe that? And Tom Brady. He's having a birthday today. 45. The big 4-5. Think he's going to uh, retire after next season. Think he's going to retire somewhere in the middle of this upcoming season. <laughs> today in history, a lot of sports today. 1921 baseball commissioner Kennesaw Mountain Landis refused to reinstate the former Chicago White Sox players. Implicated in the Black Sox scandal. If you ever saw the movie Eight Men Out, Shoeless Joe Jackson and all them. Even uh, mention of that was uh, made in the movie The uh, If You Build It, They Will Come movie. What is, oh, I'm blank. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, uh, this commissioner refused to reinstate the former players, even though they were acquitted by a jury. 1949, this date back in 1949, NBA is formed. And the reason it was formed uh, was because of a merger of the Mas uh, Basketball Association of America and the National Basketball League. This happened back in 1949. 
Told you a lot of sports stuff today. 1975, the Superdome down in New Orleans, Nolens, officially officially open. 1981, this is not sports related, but in 1981, I remember this. And if you were around in 1981, you'll remember it too. Air traffic controllers went on strike despite a warning from President Reagan that they'd be fired. They were. <laughs> it took almost a decade to get get restaffed the way it was prior to uh, the uh, mass exodus terminations. All right. We have a uh, mug, coffee mug. Pretty nice. You can check it out at our website, FBTV. Uh, well, FreightBrokerTV.com. It's our FBTV podcast mug. we got a picture up there. You can order straight from our website. Uh, Christmas is coming. Even Halloween. Uh, I still can't get over Lowe's had their Halloween decorations out last month. You know, 4th of July. July? Come on. Now that it's August, I expect... Uh, Thanksgiving will be out, which reminds me, I've got a turkey that I need to uh, thaw out, brine, smoke it. Love that smoked turkey, man. All right, let's see. Trucking news, transportation news, used Class 8 prices. Prices on Class 8 trucks continued to slide in June. They're still too high, though. The average retail price of a Class 8 fell for the third consecutive month in June, kind of like the fuel prices. Can you believe this? Fuel prices, way up there. Matter of fact, uh, diesel, 5.14 a gallon, down 13 cents from last week. Gasoline, the cheap gas, I'm not talking about the E85, that, anyway, the gas you want to burn in your vehicle, uh, it's 4.19 a gallon right now. That is down. That is down. Uh, what 14 cents a gallon from last week? And man, if you watch Washington, it's like, you know, they're 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 parting the Red Sea. <laughs> come on, come on. It's still gasoline is still up over a dollar from a year ago, and way more than it was two years ago, but they're not telling us that or I haven't done the research. Diesel is up a dollar seventy seven from a year ago, so don't be bragging about something that isn't really something to brag about, if you know what I mean. But anyway uh ACT research has reported that the uh price of a used class eight fell for the third consecutive month, calling the trend a significant downturn, even as the average retail price remained above, get this, $90,000. Who's got, well, they are, obviously. $90,000 is a lot of money to be paying for a used big truck. People are doing it, though. The average retail price for a used Class 8 in June fell 6% compared with May, which was down 2% from the April average. April was down 1% from March, that's according to ACT. The average retail price for a Class 8 in June, $92,734 compared with $62,400 a year ago. And $98,952 in May. I wish they'd tell us what it was two years ago. 
I bet it, I, I'm thinking below 50 two years ago. Easy. It's just nuts. Nuts. What have we done? <laughs> All right. <clears throat> okay. You hear me talk a lot about self-driving trucks, autonomous trucks. And you've probably heard me talk about this before, that uh, I, I don't think they're ever going to catch on. And I have a reason for that, and that's basically because who wants to be driving on the interstate next to a self-driving autonomous truck with your whole family in your car? Nobody. Nobody's going to want to. And here's one of the reasons why. Uh, back in April, a self-driving truck decided to <laughs> turn into a median on the interstate. Uh, they went from the middle lane across the far left lane, crashing into the concrete median. The uh, company, the Autonomous Truck Technology Company, was too simple, T-U-S-I-M-P-L-E. They issued a statement on this. Now, this crash happened back in April. In the video, you can see two human operators inside the autonomous truck as the vehicle suddenly, <clears throat> just on its own. This video is on the Internet. You can find it. <clears throat> Veers from the middle lane across the far left lane, crashing into the median. According to... Uh, too simple in their state. They made a statement and released it uh, here the other day talking about this uh, crash. Boy, they're playing it down. Uh, let's see. Uh, the truck scraped against the median. No property damage. The only visible sign of incident was a minor scrape on the truck. Come on. If you watch this video, hey, that truck pegged that concrete median. There's no scrape. It broke some stuff. I guarantee it. That front end was knocked. I mean, it's just like it turned right into it. And luckily, luckily, nobody was beside the truck when it decided to turn on its own. Well, too simple. Blaming it on human error. So this is how it's going to play out. It's, it's the human's fault. They didn't program it right. Yeah. Yeah. So the truck screwed up, and it's human error. I get that, but... Uh, it just everything I've been talking about here when it comes to these autonomous trucks, nobody's going to be want to be on the road next to an autonomous truck. Nobody. I wouldn't. I would not want. You know, even if they say, "Yeah, driver's got to be in the truck." Well, why? It's autonomous. Okay. And, and the other thing, I'm not going to be. I, if if I'm in the truck, I want to drive the truck. That's what a driver does. That's what we 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 obtained our CDL to do is drive it. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, it is what it is, right? Yeah, well, we'll keep an eye on that, see what happens. All right, to topic today. The topic of the day. The topic of the day is vetting a carrier. Vetting a carrier. This is so important. Like I was telling you earlier, brokerage called up. They shared a story about uh, how they were scammed. And that has brought up the point of 
what we're going to be talking about today, vetting a carrier. Okay, first of all, whenever you're a carrier, you're setting up a carrier. Okay, first of all, you're going to send the carrier, as a broker, you're going to send the carrier your carrier packet. It's going to have all the necessary paperwork, the uh, broker-carrier agreement. It's going to have your uh, broker authority, copy of your bond, uh, always included blank W-9. That's just to remind the carrier they got to send me a completed W-9. That goes back to the old days of the facts. I still do it. The carrier is going to sign your agreement, send it back to you with their authority, their insurance, and their completed W-9. Now, these documents, I don't need anybody posting or sending me emails saying, hey, there's a lot more. Man, this is basic stuff, the basics, okay? All right, so what do you do? You've got the package back from the carrier. What should you do? You've got to check it out. First thing you want to do, look at the contract. Make sure it's signed, it's initialed, that nothing's been marked out, nothing's been added to it, making sure everything is as it should be. Don't make the mistake of not checking out the contract. If the trucking company has added anything to that contract, or if the trucking company has actually marked something out, call the dispatcher. Tell them, hey, we can negotiate the load all day, but the uh, broker-carrier agreement, it is what it is. It's not negotiable. I've done that a handful of times in over 20, 25-plus years with the carrier. Never lost a truck. Never. They always said, okay, I'll send you a new one and I won't mark it up. So get that straight right off the top. Next thing you want to do is check the carrier out via the FMCSA website. Check them out. You can go to the FMCSA website. It's called SaferWeb. Run the MC number or the DOT number, whichever you have. Look at their company snapshot. Make sure everything for that trucking company matches what you know about that trucking company to be true. And, and what I'm talking about is the broker that has had contact with that trucking company. You were doing the deal, the negotiation. You were the one that broker, brokering the load to that trucking company. You want to make sure everything matches. If that trucking company said something like, uh, yeah, man, it's it's a rained all weekend up here in Chicago, and you pull up that trucking company information, and uh, they're in Oklahoma City, the trucking company is, according to the company snapshot, there's got to be a phone number on the company snapshot page for that trucking company. Call them. Call that number. Verify that they have somebody in Chicago, authorized to get loads for their trucks. One simple phone call. I've made a thousand and one of these calls and never, ever ran into a situation. But I've got a couple of clients that didn't, and, and this uh, brokerage that called me this morning, they didn't. They got scammed. They got scammed. I'm not going to explain to you how the scam works for obvious reasons, but they got scammed. But if you do these checks and balances when you're vetting a carrier, 
uh, you'll avoid a lot of this. This is one of the things you can do. Now, the other thing you're going to be looking at is the insurance. Tracking company, more times than not, going to be using what is known as an Accord, A-C-O-R-D. Whenever you hear anyone talking about a Accord, they're talking about the proof of insurance for the trucking company or whatever the entity may be. Don't just look at it. Down in the bottom left-hand corner, it says certificate elder. Yeah, you want your brokerage information to be in that box, but if it's already there, don't just toss it aside like, okay, we're good to go. Contact the insurance company. Call them. Up in the top left, right under where it says Accord on the insurance cord for that carrier, it's going to say producer, and it's going to give you all the information for that insurance company up there in that box. Call that phone number. Follow the instructions for being added. You want the accord showing you as certificate holder. You want that accord coming from the insurance company, not the trucking company. It's too easy to Photoshop things nowadays. People do it all the time. Check it out. Yeah, I even had a trucking company a while back using Photoshop. They took off one of the extra stops and just delivered the whole load <laughs> to the final destination. Factoring company went to invoices, and uh, their invoice showed it was missing a stop or, you know, what they paperwork they submitted. But anyway, got all that straightened out. The trucking company, they suffered the consequences, obviously. Now, something else. Take this one step further. Call your customer. Let them know the name of the carrier that should be picking up the load. Tell them if another truck shows up to pick up that load, the name of the trucking company that you told them should be picking up the load. If a trucking company shows up or a truck from another trucking company shows up, they should not load that truck until they speak to you first. That's how you keep from being double brokered. See what I mean? Or scammed. These few simple steps, you know, it, it's just going to protect you, give you a lot more protection on being scammed or double brokered when you're working with the load. And I really recommend you do that. Uh, this company today, the way they talked, they were scammed uh, over $100,000 right at. And now there is a fraud investigation going on. And it's going to be a nightmare. It's probably going to take a year or more to resolve. If it ever is. Now, if you'd like to learn more about Tautoa, check us out, Tautoa.com. This is, this is how we help brokers. This is how, well, we train. You know, we, all of our pack, well, most of our packages, we have the uh, basic, the standard, and the freight broker packages. And the freight broker packages, they are designed for somebody actually starting their own freight brokers. Maybe their brokerage is already going. Uh, but uh, what I'm getting at, they, they, they're somebody that knows they're going to be starting their own freight brokerage, brokerage if it isn't already started already. 
but they're going to have it going within the next three to six months because those packaging packages include our standard 12-month consulting for a freight brokerage company. Now, if you want to start out as an agent, and, and even the freight broker packages, if you are wanting to start out as an agent, it does uh, uh, provide you the opportunity to do that as well. But if you're wanting to be an agent, you have no desire, or at least not at this time, you're not thinking about starting a freight brokerage in the next three to six months. Yeah, we have packages for you. These packages include in-depth training and essential in-depth hands-on training. When I say hands-on, you're going to be working with the actual programs, tools, software you're going to be using when you actually begin your broker operation as an agent. Now, when you complete your training, you will be able to enter our mentorship program. That's where you're going to be able to uh, begin your broker operation as a freight broker agent through us under our licensed brokerage. And yes, it is a paid position. You will be working as a freight broker agent. You will uh, be on commission basis, just like any other freight broker agent with any other freight brokerage. Everybody always wants to know, what's the commission? It's 60% of net. Net is the difference between what the customer paid you to move a load and what you paid the truck. Okay, The profit on the load. But... Understand that the whole purpose of the mentorship program is to provide you with the opportunity to begin your broker operation so you can get out there, start getting the experience and building a customer base. The customer base, that's mandatory. You've got to have a customer base. The more customers, the more loads you have available, the more loads you have available, the quicker you'll get out of the startup period. Startup period is what I refer to it. Uh, the the point where you you're just starting your broker operation and you're building the customer base you got to stay on the phone you got to be making those sales calls you got to do you you've got to be getting the experience building the customer base uh, you know as hard as you can until and you got to continue doing that until you don't have time to do it anymore because you're too busy with all the loads you are working currently I always get asked this question Mike what what do I do when when uh, I got too many customers. That's not a problem. <laughs> That's a good thing. Hire somebody to help you. you. Get the idea? Anyway, learn more about our packages and our programs, our consulting. Go to Taltoa, T A L T O A dot com. Look over the packages. If you have any questions about the packages, call me 479 668 Understand we're working with uh, clients doing sales calls, or not sales calls, but. Uh, working with clients, doing conference calls, training sessions and such throughout the day. So it's not out of the ordinary to get a voicemail. So if you get a voicemail, leave a message. We're usually able to call you back within an hour. But that number again is 479-668-0838. All right. From our Did You Know bag, <laughs> you know, more pregnancy tests are sold in March than any other month. That made me think, when is spring break? Is that March? And just in case, you know, it's been a sports day. We were talking about a lot of sports earlier. Any, any idea how many footballs the Grand Canyon can hold? <laughs> Somebody did the math. 900 trillion. Well, they say around 900 trillion. The low light fuel, or the low fuel light, low light fuel, low, the low fuel light you have on your dashboard. That's going to come on today for about 18% of the drivers worldwide. <laughs> 
these are useless facts you that just make you sit back and you go, well, yeah, okay. And, uh, you know, I, I, I fall into this bracket too. 60% of people do not know their car's license plate number. And I'll tell you what, I would bet you around that same percentage or more do not know their own phone number. Or, or well, they may know, well, I don't know, may not, maybe, maybe not. But uh, used to, I, I used to know numbers to everybody. It's in my head, you know, I know, you know. I have no clue anymore. I, you know, it's in my phone now. All right. Uh, new Oreo flavor available this summer. Neapolitan. Woohoo. And a uh, new flavor of Kit Kat bars. This don't sound very good. Hazelnut. It might, it might be. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, for those of you that like supermoons, August 11th. You're going to have a big old supermoon. So keep that in mind. All right. What do we got going on here? All right, let's wrap this thing up, call it a day. Uh, but before we do, let's answer the impossible question. Today's impossible question, the average cost. The average cost of this is about $400. I know a lot of you were thinking, filling up my gas tank. <laughs> Seems like it, don't it? No, the answer to today's impossible question uh, the answer, the average cost of this is about $400. It's the cost of a check engine light repair. And now you know. It's Wednesday, August the 3rd, 2022. Hey, go have a great Wednesday. Don't forget Saturday morning Q&A day. And I will talk to you then on the FBTV podcast. Have a great day. <music>